Well, the big news this week for fans of the QuickFit British Touring Car Championship is that Cumbrian-based M Sport has been awarded a five-year contract by Toka to supply the next Toka BTCC engine from 2022. Joining me on the line is M Sport team principal Rich Milner. Rich, um, first of all, congratulations on the new contract. I suspect there are a lot of smiling faces at M Sport HQ in Cumbria at the moment. Yeah, thank you. It's been uh, it, it was a really nice surprise to get the news that we'd been successful in the tender. Uh, I think it's something we were all a little bit shocked by in some ways because um, we weren't sure where we would stand in in what we knew would be a really uh, close fought battle, and there'll be a lot of uh, interested big companies that were uh, wanting to do this um, prestigious award. So it was fantastic to get it and a, and a little bit of positive news in what is a very difficult time for us all. So, um, mm. you know, to get that uh, you know, agreement for such a period of time as well is great. So we're all now lo- really looking forward to get going. What was that final pitch to the BTCC teams like and, and how confident were you going into that, that set of meetings? I think uh, it's a little bit more difficult and probably... Um, more of a strange tender procedure than we've dealt with before because of the current situation you know we didn't actually get to really speak to any teams or understand um you know their requirements or do do any face-to-face meetings so we've had to do everything uh online in this online world we're all living in the moment and effectively the last stage of the tender was some some questions from all the teams uh that we answered in a in a video but it's very it's a very different way of looking at it and doing it when you're not having that face-to-face contact which allows you to be so much more relaxed and have some more freedom in in the way that you um, you know you talk to each other. So I think when we when we submitted our final piece for the tender, we weren't sure whether it was the right way or the wrong way. Um, but luckily, it seems that what we put together has, has um, given some confidence to the teams. And uh, you know, like you said, we're we're really happy to to be able to to get it together and and to to win the tender. M Sport have a tremendous history uh, in motorsport, and you've got a wide involvement. What does adding the BTCC mean to you and to the to your portfolio? Yeah, so when I first started M Sport, our, our main program was the World Championship, uh, the Rally Program, and uh, that's been a kind of backbone of the of M Sport since its inception. And why it was set up was was rallying and Malcolm wanting to um, well, Malcolm getting fed up with with being let down as a customer so he set up M Sport in the hope of uh, improving that for for all customers and it's grown from there and and then the rally program was the biggest first contract they had but since then uh, we've had really good contracts um, with the likes of Bentley and the GT3 program and also more recently we've been working in the background with Jaguar on their I-Pace e-trophy alongside Formula E and I think British Touring Cars is one of those ones that nearly everybody inside M Sport knows about um, from from fans of when it was in the in the super touring era all the way through mm. to what it's grown into now, which is still the UK's best race series. And I think adding that to to our portfolio is really important. You know, British Touring Cars is known far greater than just inside uk so having such a prestigious championship in it within our portfolio has been really great and you know i think we're all pretty proud to have that because of what we know and what the bdcc is since 2010 the toka engine um has seen many race wins uh, 80 race wins or so but never a championship is that now going to change what a what's the your m sport engine going to bring to the teams that's going to make them think yes we can win a championship with this engine 
well, I think it's actually one of the last lines we put in our original tender is our goal would be to deliver the first ever Toka Championship winning engine. So we've set ourselves a really quite a high target. I guess you can't get any higher than that, but uh, you've got to have a target to aim for. And I think, you know, we've got to be proud of what we've achieved internally here at M Sport. Uh, you know, every car we've built has won a championship. Um, and, you know, the, the rally side of things, most recently off the back of that uh, World Champions in, in 2017 and 18, when the new regulation World Rally Cars were introduced, our R5 car, which we have over 250 of the older variant competing worldwide and nearly uh, 45 of the of the second generation car competing worldwide. They're both um, event winners and the older mm. car is multiple championship winner. So... You know, I think we're capable of producing an engine that's that's able to win championships, and we have no intention of stopping that now. So, you know, one of the key things we put across uh, in the tender is we're used to we're used to customer racing, which there is, you know, obviously customers within the, to the British Touring Car Championship, but at the same time, we're used to understanding and knowing that to be uh, a customer, you still need to have a product that is capable of winning championships. And so that is ultimately our goal is, is to, uh, is to deliver a championship winning engine. How, how difficult is it? It gives us an impression of the size of the challenge that you have to create a, a competitive engine that not only meets the technical requirements and of course the expecta expectation of the teams, um, but also keeps a firm eye on cost. It must be a huge balancing act. Yeah, I think uh, we all understand that one of the key factors within motorsport is, unfortunately, it's not always the cheapest sport to choose, and uh, we we fully appreciate that. But I think at the same time, you we also know that to to have any chance of having a good product, it has to be competitive. So, like you say, it's that really fine trade-off um, between cost and competitiveness. I think it's something we've managed to get a, a good grasp on, like I mentioned with the with the R5 rally car, but also with the GT3 car, which is in the hands of a lot of customers. And then we have rally cars that are underneath that R5 car in various other categories that are all competitive as well. So we have a good idea of where it needs to be. It also needs to be reliable. We're used to that um, with a lot of restrictions and regulations on, on engine mileage in, in the World Championship where you would you would say that probably rally car engines have some of the toughest conditions to deal with in terms of uh, heat and dust and you know various things that you wouldn't tend to find on the racetrack so much especially in the UK um, so I think we're used to that as well but like you say you know we've got to provide the right level of support um, competitiveness otherwise ultimately no one will, will go with the engine um, but I think we've got a very good uh, procedure and uh, plan in place for how we achieve what we need to. Mm. Uh, also, British Touring Cars will go to the hybrid system in the same year that we introduce the engine. And on the same time, the, the World, Champ World Rally Championship will also go hybrid, both with the same... Well, we're working with Cosworth, who we've worked with for a long time, uh, over 30 years now. So, And that's who's supplying your hybrid package. So we feel that we will be able to link up well with them to ensure that that... Um, goes with the engine and works seamlessly so we've certainly got our work cut out and although it's you know it seems on paper that it's a long way away the introduction of the engine is not actually that far away so you know we're we're now straight away uh, looking at the first steps of what we need to do to to start this process and and this plan and and deliver the engines uh, for the first race. You've already mentioned working with uh, Cosworth on uh, the development of the 
BTCC hybrid system, which is due in 2022. Uh, what what stage is that development at? With the World Rally car, it's um, you know we are integrating with a different company, but we are uh, Cosworth are creating all of our electronics for the car, so we're, we're pushing on heavily with that at the moment. Um, we hadn't until this point really had too much uh, discussions with Cosworth about the British touring car hybrid system because we didn't have the tender at the time, but um, now I think everything has changed, so uh, we will be ensuring that we can get some information on that and, and making sure that as soon as we start our first uh, development engine and the testing program that you know we're integrating that as quickly as possible. Uh, although the the hybrid system is relatively straightforward for the touring cars, you know, like with everything we've learned over our experience over all the years. However, you however much you might think it should be a reasonably uh, straightforward integration, there is always some challenges that are set uh, in your way, and that's what the uh, engineers are, are ready for, and that's now their job to make sure that we get this all sorted. But I think the key is that we have such a strong relationship with Cosworth and and have done for so many years and had so much success that you know we will we will get everything working together, and it should be uh, a really a really competitive package when when we're finished. Motorsport has always had its critics for being the uh, the petrol burning uh, <laughs> a sport that it is. How important do you think, Rich, is it that this hybrid system is now coming in, and particularly with the timing? Yeah, I think we're all aware that we have to reflect more the what's going on in our car showrooms and. It's really a difficult one in motorsport because I've been involved in a few of the meetings with uh, more so obviously the rally side for myself. Um, But we all are aware that the current cars that we use may well be incredibly exciting to watch, incredibly uh, well engineered and, you know, at a level of rally car we've never seen before. But effectively, they have very little transfer of um, technology that's in road cars and i think we have to reflect that and the hybrid system is a good way into that for rally hybrid is really the only option you know battery electric is is too difficult to implement fully in rally at the moment and uh, i think we wouldn't want to take away the dna of rally which is maybe what that would do so having a hybrid allows us to still have the noise but still have the excitement but with a hybrid element and this is the same in british touring cars you know we have to remember that Personally, me as a motorsport fan, you go to these tracks to listen and watch the cars and uh, the battery electric racing is certainly a very different way to look at it and it has its own positives. But uh, at the same time, I think just completely removing all uh, internal combustion engine um, inputs into into motorsport is for me not quite where we need to be at the moment mm-hmm. but i think showing that you have some responsibility and the hybrid element is certainly adding another interesting part to the sport and you know it can actually improve the sport as well because there's more potential things that we can do to shake it up and keep the, that racing close and exciting there's certainly that sensory element of a, an engine at full revs <laughs> And yeah, the I screaming mean, of exhaust, isn't it? I can, I can yeah. sense that you're smiling like me now because it's one of those things that but it, keeps but us hooked on motorsport, isn't it? Yeah, but I think one of the things we've got to be careful of is, and, and said it before, is that um, our generation are kind of used to, to that. That's what we've always seen. Whereas mm. some of the younger generation's ideas about what they see as relevant and current modern cars is maybe not what we see it as. So I think... Point there's this interesting balance of having something that's relevant to the younger people that are coming through and 
and seeing this world in a different way to we are, but keeping the excitement of the sport and, you know, look at it completely the opposite way. If battery electric vehicles become the future and everybody drives one, then will motorsport become a release from the modern day, uh, you know, battery kind of environment that we could live in you know who knows but there's always two ways of thinking about each story i think and uh, i think removing all those noise elements of motorsport could would be very sad i think when we can certainly have technology that can keep noise and reduce emissions and make it a cleaner sport and just finally um, rich obviously uh, like uh, every other uh, organization involved in uh, motorsport around the country around the world they've been in lockdown and dealing with the challenges how have you been coping uh, up in cumbria yeah, it's been um, really quite a surreal experience, I guess. Not something that I don't think any of us want to go through again. Uh, and I hope this is the start of a recovery. But uh, it's been really difficult, you know, um, a lot of events stopping. It's great to see some of the circuit events and testing days starting back up again now. Um, but rally is very difficult for us at the moment. And we still have some issues with not knowing when our first event will be purely because it's very hard to control that as a as a non-spectator sport uh, but I think you know we just got to keep our head down we've got to keep being positive and putting uh, forward uh, ideas and ways that we can maybe change our business to adapt at the current situation and you know every now and again you get you get some good news like we've got with this contract so uh, we shouldn't give up but it is very difficult at the moment uh, we've had to make some very tough decisions internally within the business in the last couple of weeks but uh, now, we, like I say, we hope that this is the, a long start to, to recovery. And, yeah, we, we really look forward now that in a couple of years' time we can be really involved within the British Touring Car Championship. And we're looking forward to meeting everybody involved before that date, obviously, um, and try and come and see some of you at some point this year at the races when, we're, when it's all allowed and OK to do. And you know, I really hope that it'll be a really good partnership that starts very soon. Well, Rich, congratulations once again. As you say, quite rightly, it's nice to have some good news in these very challenging times. And it's going to be a very exciting period uh, coming up for M Sport. So for, for now, great to catch up with you. Many thanks. Thank you. and hope to see you all soon.